Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Russell Dorsey, national MLB insider for Bally Sports and Stadium. President Jed Hoyer always talks about you know who's going to be a part of that next great Cubs team. They think Seiya Suzuki is going to be a big part of that. A guy who is really turned into a stud and could likely be an MVP candidate, Luis Robert, has all the tools, the power, the speed. Host of the Rally on Bally Sports. If you could ban something from sports for 10 years, what would it be? I would say the wave. It's a bit too much. Analyst for Friday Night Baseball on Apple TV Plus. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I don't let it get to that point where I have a thousand unread emails. I have 277 right now. You have bodies in your house, bro. Russell Dorsey. What's up, Russell? With Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi on 670 The Score. The He's here pantomiming his own <laughs> open. Like every drop inside of the open, he is. Uh, that that tells me that he is a man that that is appreciative of the platforms that he has, including ours. I appreciate you guys putting that together. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being available for us, Russ. Russ Dorsey is here. And we are at Sloan Park right now. The Cubs and the White Sox are going to play on the score coming up at 155. You just finished an, uh, an interview with Dansby Swanson? I did. How'd that go? It was really insightful. I'll use that word because I, I think I asked him th- some things about obviously coming over to the Cubs. There are a lot of teams that wanted his services, but what went into his processing to saying, okay, the next chapter of my career, even for a team that is building towards something, is going to be in Chicago. We talked about his wife, Mallory, who plays on the Red Stars, and what what a day is going to be like when they have a 120 start, when the Red Stars have a 7 o'clock game, and you know how fun that's going to be, even though he's going to be running to SeatGeek Stadium in Bridgeview. Um, talking to him about the shift defensively and what him and Nico are going to be able to do now with some different rules and how Nico being so good defensively frees him him up to do some other things and you know just learning about the the mind of a Dansby Swanson and I think people are really going to enjoy it tell if he's heading out to Bridgeview after a Cub game he's going to need a helicopter (laughs) yeah helicopter or a police escort it's going to be something like to do that but no, he's looking forward to that challenge. Yeah, good luck to him, man. It sounds like he's a really good fit for where the Cubs are in their their run prevention philosophy right now. Because you know, reading what how, how dedicated he is to getting every step right for every pitch, anticipating, knowing some of these angles, certainly knowing what, what the, where the new rules are going to allow everybody to stand. It, it, it's clear that the Cubs did their homework when it came to targeting somebody who's going to be part of what they're trying to do here. 
Absolutely. Right. And I think uh, detail oriented would be a way I would describe him and how he would describe himself. But you talk about that run prevention, Dan, and that's going to be something that they're going to they're looking forward to hanging their hat on this year. Like they're going to be able to turn balls into play into outs. And the more you can do that for a team that is going to try to find itself offensively, that's a that's really big. If you look at the Cleveland Guardians, what made them so good? Yeah, they were able to pitch really well, but balls in the play were turning outs more times than not. And so that's one of those things as we now look at the new rules with no shift, bigger bases where offense is going to have a little bit of a leg up. If you can catch the baseball and do it at an elite level, that's going to really help you more than some other teams that might say, eh, we're going to sell out on offense. We talked so much about his particular defense that we have seen an uptick from him in the power numbers over the last couple of years. Yeah. How does he feel about where his offensive game is right now? Yeah, I think the thing for him is, yeah, power's gone up. The best year of his career offensively overall last year turned into a, a run producer. Uh, but the strikeouts is something that he wants to you know, bring down. You know, If you look at the strikeouts, it was a, it was a pretty big number. Uh, and so I think if there's an area where I would look for Dansby to make a change this year, it would be in the swing and miss department. I think being able to tap into that power is one thing now to be able to, to have that and to do it and say, okay, in this pitch with this count, I'm going to sell out for something, get my A swing off. Whereas, you know, if you're going to do that over 162 and just say, I'm selling out A swing all the time. Yeah. Power numbers might go up, but those strikeout numbers are going to be in the mid twenties, close to 30. You mentioned the new rules. We looked at some numbers yesterday. I think Jeff Passan was one who posted some of these and the games are 25 minutes shorter. Yeah. They're featuring a higher av- batting average of balls in play on ground balls, more stolen bases, more stolen base attempts, strikeouts are down, scoring is up. These are really positive early returns, even as we're seeing the players adjust. There are fewer violations being called, and some of these curves are tracking exactly what we saw in the minors. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that have, has stood out to me in the last couple of days is watching a game you know, between two MLB teams that has the pitch clock and then watching a WBC exhibition and how the game drags. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, we've been here for an hour and nothing has happened. You're you're seeing that that difference instantaneously in this first couple of days. And you're right. I think this is a big positive. The fact that guys are adjusting really fast to it. And these are baseball players that have habits. So the more they do it, the more they're we're not even going to know it after a while. But yeah, you talk about the, the, the uptick in Babbitt, the uptick in stolen base attempts. Yeah, there were going to be more s- successful stolen bases or uh, attempts anyway because of the larger bags. But the fact that teams are saying, no, we're going to have guys try to steal bases again, I think that's cool. So you've been out here. Yeah. And you, because you're the, the, the Bigfoot now, like you're the baseball Bigfoot for, for Bally and Stadium. I should put that on the shirt. Baseball Bigfoot. You should put that on the shirt because you're probably the youngest baseball Bigfoot in the land right now. So what's been interesting? You, you've been out here. You, you're you even on the Reds broadcast, right? I was. Uh, I did uh, Angels yesterday. Angels. They are playing Team USA in Tempe. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I'll be jumping on the Brewers broadcast tomorrow. Padres on Monday. Um, Unbelievable. I don't know, man. It, it, I think the thing for me, I'm writing a column about how the WBC is good for the growth of baseball. And what I mean by that is not MLB when I say baseball. I mean baseball globally. And I think 
the excitement that I've already seen in the exhibitions in this first couple of rounds. Uh, the the Australia Korea game a couple of nights ago was fantastic. Watching Shohei do his thing for Team Japan, what Lars Newtbar is doing for that team as well. Like I'm, I've been really excited about it. By it, and I'm a baseball guy. But for people who are casual watchers, like I, you can see people getting involved, being entertained. That. Tempe was packed, you know, to watch Team USA take on the Angels yesterday. And so if baseball could kind of bottle this up over the, the next four years until the next WBC and maybe take something from what the World Cup has done, obviously that's the world's sport in soccer and football. But at the same time, you're able to sprinkle that excitement through the other years when you're not having that. And I think that there's something that they've accomplished so let's see if they can continue that as the years go by. Don't we know what that is, though, Russ? Aren't, aren't we all in full understanding that the way other countries enjoy baseball and play baseball and can show their enjoyment at the highest level while they play, that's really what we're talking about here. We, we've just got to get the, uh, the, the grumbling American baseball police out of the way. Absolutely. It's comfort, right? Like, you, you see guys, uh, the, the Dominican Republic team, team from Korea, team from Australia, team Israel, team Italy. Everybody has their thing. Language barrier isn't a thing. Uh, there's not the, oh, am I making my teammates upset because I'm really excited about this moment that to them might not be a big deal. There is none of that. And so when you have that understanding from all the guys on that roster, you're going to see the purest form of baseball. And if, for, if I'm a decision maker trying to market the game, how do I get the purest form of baseball out to the masses? And you're getting that right now. The other team that's going to be playing today is the White Sox. It's been a kind of a boring, and I say that in a good way, for the White Sox camp that they've had. What's important? You've talked to a bunch of people around the White Sox. What do they think is important to come out of this spring training? Health, right? And you, When you talk about the White Sox, uh, I was on with A.J. Przinsky on Foul Territory, his new platform, the other day. And he was like, who do you think is going to be better, the Cubs or the White Sox? And I said, AJ, is everybody healthy in that question? Because that's what you have to talk about with them. Like, is Louis, uh, Luis Robert going to be healthy? Are you going to get a healthy Yon Moncada? Is Aloy going to be healthy? Is Tim Anderson going to be healthy? You have Andrew Vaughn playing first base full time now after the departure of Jose Abreu. And I think he has the potential to be a really, really good player at the big league level. But we haven't seen him stay in one spot for a full season of his career yet. There's so many unknowns revolving around the White Sox. And at this point, it's not about the projection anymore, right? You are who you are at this point in a lot of these guys' careers. And so until they prove that they're not that, you know, we have we have to kind of question what they can be. Because right. you're around the league, I think yeah. I'd like to know, because we talk a lot about Pedro Grifol, and here in town... All we have to comp Grafal to for the moment is LaRusso, which is a fool's errand, and there's really no point doing that. You've seen other first-year managers or managers in new places. How would you compare and contrast what he's doing, hitting the ground running, with some other people who are putting on a uniform for the first time? I think it's always that how do you operate is the first thing that the public and people inside the game notice. All right, how do you run your camp? And I think that's the first thing for people who have been around the White Sox. Like, okay, this is how they do things. Is, are, is it crisp? Is it sharp? Lawrence, I know you use that phrasing a lot too. Like, how do our guys going to come into every day saying, hey, this is really important what we're doing. These PFPs that we're doing, this IO that we're going to do, we're going to treat it like it's an actual game. 
and to show guys that hey what we're doing right now is a is going to reflect on how we come out for 162 and so i think with pedro grafol i think the uh initial uh reaction to him is like he takes those things really serious because that's going to turn into performance on the field and i think being around baseball that's something that people notice right away is like how how are how do you operate right how do people care about the the day-to-day things that you do because i think a lasting image for me at the end of last season for the white Sox, you had they had already been eliminated but you had Jose Abreu taking BP and no, literally nobody else was out there. And it's kind of telling. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, you're disappointed. Um, but I think having that lasting image will be something that I think about this year and watching how the White Sox operate. Russ, thank you so much for stopping by. Continued great success. Thank you. I'm told that the latest sports adjacent episode <laughs> is something that I need to go and listen yes. to and probably edit. Um, so I'm going to go do that. Thank you for stopping by, sir. Thank you, guys. Always fun. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.